welcome to the Golden Rod Podcast, bringing you some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news and a few laughs along the way. As always, I'm joined by fellow Pokemon enthusiast, Connie. Before we begin, you can jump around the podcast by using the timestamps in the description below. And you're probably going to want to because we have a lot to unpack today, don't we, Connie? Just just a little bit. We finally got some news! <laughs> we, we're actually <laughs> fulfilling our promise of bringing people some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news for once. It's been it's been a long while coming. Not our fault. We decided we weren't going to cover leaks. Yes, uh, I was going to make a comment there, but we're not going to cover leaks. <laughs> no, no, we we are definitely no. We are a leak free Pokemon podcast until one day when I do a Pokedex entry for Farfetch'd, in which case we will have leaks. I see what you did there. Yeah, <laughs> what can I say? I'm just full of a uh, full of surprises, full of presents. Oh, don't know, don't know. You, you, you had. It was going. It was there. It was like, oh, I can feel it coming, and then you just flatlined. <laughs> oh no. Okay, right. That that one was a bit of a stretch, but yes. Yeah, so today was Pokemon Presents over on YouTube. In case you missed it, you don't need to worry about it. We have got you covered. Um, there's a lot to to discuss. So should we just jump into it, Connor? Crack on. You're the one who has all the notes. I just I sit here and give my thoughts as it on as it flows from my mind out of okay. my mouth i don't know like oh, see and i get into okay? situations like this where i clearly don't know what i'm saying i'm just waffling just now carry on as you were. so up first was the pokemon world championships um not a lot to really touch on here unfortunately i didn't get tickets but i believe you did didn't you i did myself baker tommy Lewis, we're all going to the World Championships. It's going to be wow. a fantastic four days. I will say, though, it's going to yes. be a little bit of a nightmare. So it okay. is scheduled for the 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st. Yes. Okay? There are rail strikes on the 18th Ooh. and the 20th. There oh, are tube strikes on the no. 19th. Oh, that's so, a, that. Hmm. So we've somehow, like, we're staying at Tommy's, who is about an hour away from the XL Center. Ooh. And we've got to work out a way to get there without trains. Oh, that's going to be... Yeah, so the, what, 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 what was initially supposed to be a really simple kind of, yeah, let's yeah. all get together and we'll yeah. travel up and it maybe yeah. costs us like 50 quid in public transport is now looking at a lot more than that. But we'll work <sighs> it out and it'll still be a good time. Yes. No I, worries. I could absolutely imagine. So for anyone who doesn't know what it is, basically they just have a load of Pokemon themed stuff. They've got TCG competitions, Pokemon Go competitions, Pokemon Unite. Um, there's just a lot going on there over the four days. I I would love to go. I can't go. I'm uh, I did try and get tickets just to go on the first day, but I'm actually getting married on the twentieth. So if I Woo! turned up, uh, my future wife would be to be would well she wouldn't be my wife. She'd want a divorce before uh, we got anywhere. <laughs> so I'm not going, unfortunately. But the only thing I will say is the merch looks absolutely gorgeous, both the bag and the jackets, and the Pikachu trophy looks amazing. So little bit of insider information I got: the stuff oh. we saw in the trailer might not be the merch that's available. That might be player awards. Oh, that does. It doesn't surprise me. That doesn't because they're gorgeous. They're, I love that yes, bag. I, I remember beautiful. seeing it and being like, I want Whoa. that. Yes, like that leather I'm... satchel they have. Ooh, tasty. Yes. Keep an eye on eBay. No doubt someone saw at some point will be selling them. So that that's that's the event. Uh, one of the things um, that ties into all this is Pokemon Go. There's going to be an event in Sapporo. I think it's pronounced Sapporo uh, in Japan. 
No, neither could I. Uh, you can find several Ultra Beasts, um, and you can play anywhere in the world. No doubt there's probably going to be a, a price on this, probably going to be one of the more expensive options um, that they've done in the past. Um, you can use oh. the Pokemon Lore. Go on. I was going to say, Ultra Beast coming back to Pokemon Go. It's uh, Maybe. Mm. interesting. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see if we get those kind of creatures in any mainland games in the future. We'll have to we'll wait be, and see. But It was pointed oh. out to me that Ultra Beasts are giving a lot of love at the moment. They're coming into Pokemon Go. They're also coming into Unite with Buzzswole. Yep, yep, yep. And there's some, in, uh, some already in Pokemon Masters, and no doubt there'll be more. So it is a bit strange how they... After the discussion that we had last week, it seems like all the previous series gimmicks are going to be available, just not in the main Pokemon series. They're going to be in the the probably mobile spin-offs. Yeah. Just easier to manage for them, I imagine. Um, you can also use Pokemon Laws, the special 15-minute versions, that is, uh, to get a chance of attracting legendary Pokemon. We don't know what the odds are, but if I was to guess, probably 0.0001%. No, my luck. <laughs> uh, and apparently Professor Willow has been sucked into a wormhole. Who I've, I've just been not paying attention to Pokemon Go. I didn't even know that had happened. He's gone. He's, so he's, he, he's, he, he's, he's done a runner somewhere. See, it's really funny that they mentioned that he's been sucked into a wormhole because I have a video coming out next week, hopefully, about what happens to people when they do fall into wormholes unexpectedly. Oh, Just going to drop that one in okay. there. Yeah, a little nice little plug. It's this is your podcast. You're allowed to plug. Yes. Um, so, uh, Pokemon Unite, uh, new campaigns, events, features, and Pokemon. Uh, again, uh, we've got another Ultra Beast coming. Buzzwall, who does look amazing to play. Uh, one thing that I do really want to try on Pokemon Unite because I'm giving it a bit of a rest at the moment is the Pika Party, which looks absolutely chaotic, and I love it. So Just everyone is Pikachu, even everyone. the wild Pokemon, and Zapdos is a Gigantamax Pikachu. Yes, so it's just just so you could have anywhere up to what fifteen. Pikachu's on screen at once, depending on where all the plays are and where they are on the map. That is going to be absolutely chaotic. I have no idea how the little target wheel is going to work, but we shall see. Um, Pokemon Masters, we got a trailer, and oh, that's about okay. it. Can we, no, can, we, can we talk about this? Can we talk we can. about the yes, rug pull they yes. gave us? Yes. The fact that they play the music, they play mm. Mount Silver music, you're walking yeah. up Mount Silver. You see Red at the top. He turns yes. around. His Pikachu's there. Yeah. Pokemon Masters. It's like, no! Why no. would you do yes. this big, beautiful I... cinematic for this? I know. It's absolutely infuriating because I, I play Pokemon Masters daily. I used to play it. I took a, a year or two break to the point that when I came back, my save data was gone and it was now rebranded as Pokemon Masters EX. Um, Red's all, already in it. So you can get Red mm -hmm. with Charizard and Red with Snorlax. So, so apparently this must be Red with Pikachu. Pikachu's already available um, as one of your main characters. You literally start with Pikachu in that game. So I don't quite know what this is. Um, it was a bit of a... It, it was... Like, they should have put the Pokemon Masters logo before... The trailer just, it wasn't even a trailer, but it was disappointing because like you say, he's walking up that hill and I'm, my first thought was, let's this go is, Johto. This is, let's go Johto. This yeah. is, this is, I cannot wait. And then, yeah, it was just, oh, okay. As someone who, who enjoys Masters and I enjoy the challenge because it is very difficult at times. I, I was disappointed by this, but, but anyway, uh, let's move on. Um, 
Me Too has stomach cramps, apparently. <laughs> loved it. Absolutely loved it. So for those of you that didn't watch it, um, Me Too basically appears on screen looking all angry as he does. Then all of a sudden he kills over. He's got stomach cra- cramps and it's Pokemon Cafe Mix. Yay! He's um, hungry, but he can only have really small plates. So it's a special he- event where you've got to make small plates for you- Mewtwo. Yeah, and I absolutely love that Mewtwo was genetically engineered to be the perfect kook. Ah, right. Okay. (laughs) So I don't play Pokemon Cafe Mix, but I know my daughter absolutely adores it. So it does have its fans out there, but this isn't for me. And then the last, but definitely not least, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet trailer, but a very packed trailer with a lot of new information. So do you want to break it down? Well, it was a trailer followed by a breakdown. Yeah, so it was quite yes. nice. We saw lots of things. Maridon uh, mm. and Coridon. Yes, let's we start with We saw them. that they are not only the legendary of this mm. game, but also your HM user and your bike. Yeah, they are basic. From what it looks like, I saw them flying, surfing, climbing walls. So mm-hmm. that's three of the three of the ride Pokemon from Legends Arceus um so no doubt they will also maybe allow you to search for hidden items and i imagine that's going to be one of their powers um i'm trying to remember what the final ride pokemon was in hang on i can give you the exact breakdown of what they say they can do oh you've already got it so you can sprint through the planes all right this is the beautiful Ah, thing so yes they you have on coridon it has different builds and on miridon it has different modes so you have oh. the sprinting build and the drive mode, which is the one where they just look like motorbikes yes. and you ride on them as if they were your bike. Right. You then have the swimming build in the aquatic mode, which is where they're used for surf. The gliding build or the glide mode where they use fly. And that's all the ones we've been told at the moment. Let's have a look. Oh, uh, there's definitely there a climbing here? one because I saw that in the trailer. It's very quick if in you know. No, there, it is there. It. There is a rock climbing one. Yes. Okay. Uh, so here you go. Sprint ball. through plains and deserts, move across water, scale cliffs, cross hills, and glide off peaks. Oh, that's gonna be. Be and what I love about that is I've got. A, I I hope it's fluid because Legends Arc is wasn't complete. It it was a step in the right direction in terms of just quite easily switching between them but i'm hoping but this is quite... was in the wrong place yes oh definitely <laughs> it always used to throw me but this looks like i hope because it's the one pokemon if you are sprinting and then you jump off a cliff then it'll just go into glide mode if you then glide into water it'll just automatically turn into water mode and then if you're back on land it'll turn back into running mode or cycle mode or whatever that is that's what i'm hoping for didn't see that on the trailer, but I'd like to think that's where they're going with it. So it has the same animation when it transforms into them as we saw oh. in Legends Arceus, where it just does that like flash and it pops up beneath you. Right. Okay. So I imagine it's going to be a similar kind of transition. Okay. Right. Um, well, a couple of notes during hmm. their sprinting mode or during their normal land mode, despite the fact that Coridon like has its big tire like chest and its wheel like mm, tail mm. It, it still runs on all fours yeah yeah do those wheels move 
No. And his, and his body. No, they don't. Interesting. Right. Okay, I thought they might. No, it, it, the most it uses it for is as a flotation device. It swells it up when it's in the water and uses it as a flotation device. I'd imagine that's, it must do something similar then when it's flying as well. Surely. No, when it flies, it's, you know, it's big horns that kind of curl around the back of it. Yeah. They unfurl into a big feathery wings. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. So we've got uh, two legendaries that will probably have several different animations programmed in, depending on what they're doing. I'm I'm all for that. That's going to be quite interesting. Also, Um, quick note, it does say here... You can jump from mountains, towering cliffs, and tall buildings and glide towards your destination. Nowhere buildings. here does it mention you can fly. Oh, so it... Well, in Legends Arc is you can technically fly. It was, it yeah, was like could. Buzz Light. Not really, because well, you okay, shot up I see in the air and then you glide down. You just glide. You're constantly going down. But you start by going up. You do, yes, yes. Whereas this kind of suggests that you have to be up first. Okay, similar to... Right. Because that's how it works in Breath of the Wild, right? You have the yes. little paraglider thing. That's you right. You have yeah. to be high, and then you yes. can get low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, you can use the same Pokemon to climb up. Um, what do you mm. think of this? Um, mechanics-wise. No, no. We'll do right. mechanics-wise first. Okay, mechanics-wise, um, I think it's a natural progression of... or at least, They're basically taking what was in Legends Arceus, which I really enjoyed... And they're bringing it to modern day. Mm-hmm. Um, they've obviously made a creative decision to, instead of it being multiple Pokemon, they're just going for one Pokemon that does it all. Um, I'm I'm on board with it, but I definitely have a favorite out of the two. There's one that I'm like the 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 um, uh, the futuristic one. I, I'm yeah. I'm all over that one. I'm like this looks and feels amazing completely on board with it the 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 other one i'm like ooh, that doesn't really gel with me in terms of how it runs and everything but i'm okay with that because i'm just going to get the version with the mon that i like so i'm okay i i i personally i'm on board with this and i like that we can see the progression from hms back in the day and all the issues that came with that and over time they've Tweaked it, adapted it, streamlined it, and we've ended up with this. And I'm I'm on board with this. What about yourself? So I understand why they've gone this way. As you say, I understand the need for it not to have HMs. And putting it all on one Pokemon means, unlike Legends Arceus, where you had to unlock them one at a time, mm-hmm. you just have access to go everywhere all at once, which is the yeah. idea of it being open world. Yeah. I think they look stupid. <laughs> I, and, what, and both like, of them? I, I, yeah. I, I still oh, okay. prefer uh, Coridon. I still prefer the Scarlet version. I still think okay. it looks better. But yeah. there's a part at the beginning of the trailer where you see both of these Pokemon outside of any kind of ride form. And I think okay. that's when they look best. I that really think they me, look yeah. silly. Uh, that doesn't surprise me because they've kind of had to take a two Pokemon... And then go, okay, we need a design that works when they are Pokemon, but we also need a design that then works when it's doing all these multiple forms. Like, cl- rock climbing, fine. Like that, that isn't too difficult. You just have them climbing. But gliding and swimming, obviously they need to figure out how these Pokemon would not only function in that way, but look like they they would function in that way. So I can, I guess I can understand 
I can understand where you're coming from. Um, obviously, with the Hisuian Pokemon, it was a lot easier because you could have, you know, you got five different Pokemon that were tailored to their mm-hmm. specific function. You can't really do that with this because they've they've made their decision that they're going to go, right, okay, your legendary Pokemon does all of it. Um, I'm... I'm I'm okay with it. If I'm looking at, it, I'm thinking, oh, that doesn't look great. I'm still on board with it because they are they've they've instead of doing what Game Freak normally does of okay, we've got this amazing function in this game, and then the next generation comes out and they go, oh yeah, that function now nah, we 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 scrap that. They've actually gone. We're gonna carry over the the you know the the different ride Pokemon from Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, I'm completely on board with that, and. I'm hoping that you do just, from what it sounds like, you just start the game and you've got all their abilities unlocked. Because most people, I'd imagine, will have played Legends Arceus. They don't need to go, okay, now you get this Pokemon that allows you to do a certain function. Just go, yeah, you've you've played Legends Arceus. You know how the functions work. We're just going to give you all of them. Go and explore to your heart's content. And I'm all for that. So I am open to the... Here's the weird thing, right? Okay. If it was just a bike, yeah. I'd have no issue. It's mm. the fact that it's a Pokemon that's kind of weirding me out. And it's a legendary Pokemon, which they've, they've built this thing up of like this. And, and when I saw these as the ride Pokemon, I was like, are these even the legendaries or are they just the box arts? They might but just no, be the box arts. No, they are definitively the legendaries. They are stated as being the legendaries of the region. That you were just given at the Surely. start of the game okay. and okay. use to basically ride around on. I, I, ju- I just don't get it. Maybe it's no. something that will be more clear when the game actually yes. comes out and there will be a decent story reason for yes. it. But it's um, every part of my brain is screaming at me saying, this, this, this is stupid. So there's a few things there. Yeah, th- if you get a legendary straight off the bat, it's going to be an interesting take because we've never had that before you don't get a legendary at the start a legendary typically is you know as you progress through the story it's the final couple of story beats you get something that is op and you feel like you've earned it gain it gifted at the very start which makes me wonder if it is a case of you get the gimmick at the start of the game but you don't get to use the pokemon maybe yeah that would make um, sense and the thing is these are pokemon that are said to have power that surpasses other Pokemon. It's like, does that mean other legendary Pokemon? Are they stronger mm. than other legendary mm. Pokemon? If so, why are they happy to just let me take them out to sea? And I just, yeah. I just don't get it yet. I, I kind of see that as um, like Rotom. Rotom has all its different forms, and it's technically, technically a legendary. Like whenever you randomize nope. the ROMs, I know, but whenever you randomize the ROMs, Rotom turns up, and it's. It's it's technically a legendary. That's kind of how I see see these in some way, where they are technically a legendary, but they're not going to be a difficult to obtain legendary like others sometimes are. And I I think that surely there's a, there's a little bit of a bait and switch there where they're on the box, but I don't think they are the only legendaries or even the most important legendaries. No, not at all. I, I think they're going to play an important part in the story, but I don't think they're going to be, oh, these are the legendary Pokemon. There aren't any others, except for, you know, post-game, you get your equivalent of, you know, Rayquaza, Mewtwo, whatever it might be. I don't think we're going down, down that. I think they're going to play a very key, important part in the story. Kind of how we saw with Zacian and Zamazenta 
in yep. Sword and Shield, but I think it's going to probably be a lot more fleshed out. I hope. I hope. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Um, should we move on to probably the next big reveal and explanation of the, the new gimmick? Uh, the new gimmick. So it's it. Te- Terrestrializing? Terrestrializing. Something like that. Terraforms. Um, te- basically, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to explain a bit more about what that means? So the idea is that a terraform, you throw a orb. I will find the name of the orb as I continue talking, but you throw an orb at your Pokemon. That allows them to take on their ter- terraform. Mm-hmm. They allow them to terrestrialize where they take on a crystalline structure, get a crown above their head, and most Pokemon will have a terraform that matches one of their types. Mm-hmm. If you go into your terrestrialized state, which you can do once per battle, but it will last until the end of the battle, you have basically double stab. So yep. it boosts the damage of your attacks of that type however there are scattered around the the paldea region is that what we've decided it's called paldea paldea region i believe Uh, i can't remember the paldea region okay scattered around the paldea region are these crystalline structures strutting out of the earth where you can enter them like raid dens and capture other terrestrialized Pokemon. It's a stupid word. Anyway, I'll come yeah. back to my thoughts on it. You can catch other terrestrialized Pokemon <laughs> who have different typings to their normal ones. And that means that you can have a Gardevoir that's got a water terrestrialized typing. So it becomes a water type, has water type weaknesses, but also gets a boost to its water type damage. So basically, <laughs> you can, and it does say you replace your typing with your terrestrialized one. So whether it replaces both mm, of them or not, or just yes. your primary typing, we won't know for a while yet. No. But yes, that's the idea of it. Oh, a Terra Orb. You throw a Terra, Terra orb, orb at your Pokemon to terrestrialize them. So they showed a couple of examples. They showed all the starters, like you mentioned, God of War. Uh Pikachu as well. So Pikachu game in the in the um trailer or in the explanation video. Uh, Pikachu gained the flying typing. It's really cute, actually, because the, the head orb that it's got is a bunch of balloons, which helps to explain how he suddenly flies. Um, yep, and you can get a you can get that flying terrestrialized Pikachu as a pre-order bonus. Oh, what a shock! Um, and one of the things they uh, that that you've touched on there is that typically, mo- what it said, I, I I think if I remember correctly, most Mons terraform will be the same as their whatever typing they typically have however mm. you can go out and hunt that kind of makes me think they are um a bit like you know when in sword and shield sometimes you'd be wandering around you see the pokemon with the auras around yep. them and they would have improved stats probably got something similar where you might there might be little hints at the po you know pokemon in the wild whether or not they are a different version because i'd imagine it's not going to be as Compli- not complicated, but as hard work as you get into a battle, you catch it, and then you have to open up the box and you go, oh, okay, this is the wrong, you know, terraform. No, so the terraforms, uh, at least from the way it's suggested, 
The only time you'll find Pokemon with different terraforms to their regular typing is within these raid dens. Ah. And because you can look on, like, you know, when you play Sword and Shield, you go up to a raid den and it's got, like, the silhouette of the Pokemon, yes. tells you the star yep. rating, all that kind of stuff. Yep. It tells you what, you can tell what terraform typing the Pokemon is by the color of the gems strutting from the ground. So mm -hmm. if it's green gems oh, like sticking that. up, yeah. it's a grass typing. Okay, that's And then good. you can go up to it and be like, oh, it's a Marrow. So it's a grass type terrestrialized Marrow. Oh, okay. I, I love the idea of the, you know, you can see the color strutting out of the, the ground and going, okay, that is a, you might not know the Pokemon, but you'll be like, okay, that, I'll go for that one. Whereas, so it's already an evolution of what we got on Sword and Shield because you have no idea until you literally get up to it, you click A. Obviously, there are some of the better dens that have a that glowing purple swirling feature. Mm -hmm. um, so I like the fact that they've done that. Um, what When you were describing it, in my head, all I could think was it's kind of got functions of all three of the previous gimmick so like basically double stab it's like a super powerful move for most pokemon that that have their terraform a bit like mm -hmm. z crystals it's um you are able to swap in and out so it will stay till the end of the battle a bit like mega evolution where you can throw out pokemon mega evolve it bring it back and then throw it back out later on in the battle and it's still a mega evolution unlike gmax and dynamax where if you return a pokemon uh anywhere anytime be before it's you know three turns are up it will revert back to its previous form there is uh, a catch though oh what's the, what's the catch? so i will read this verbatim from the pokemon website you will need a terra orb to terrestrialize a pokemon only select okay. trainers in the paldea region are allowed to carry this special item once you terrestrialize a pokemon your terra orb will lose all its terrestrial terra energy and you won't be able to use it again until it's been recharged. You can charge your Terra Orb if you touch crystals overflowing with terrestrial energy or go to the Pokemon Center. Oh, okay. So it's once per battle, but then you've also got to recharge it afterwards. So in the Elite Four, for example, if you waste it in the first Elite Four member... I guess um, so. But I'd imagine there's going to be like elixirs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's going to be items. I'd imagine that will allow you to do that. Um. Okay. Overall, what do you think of this gimmick? Because we have been obviously we've spoken about it and you've done theory videos on it. What do you What do you think? So I like the idea. I like the idea of changing typing. Mm -hmm. Um. They've obviously worked out a way that it makes sense that you know it's not you pick from every single typing every time you use it it's you catch a pokemon that has the ability to mm, turn mm. into a certain typing fine like it the crystalline forms it's a cool way of doing it again my idea was auras theirs is crystalline forms like yeah. it i think the crowns look ridiculous yeah i'd agree with you there i uh, think the I, name yeah. is stupid and like <laughs> okay th th okay th okay <sighs> I like the name. Dynamaxing is a stupid name, but it's yeah. at least sayable. Terastalize? Yeah. It's a nightmare to pronounce. I, I'll, I'll agree with you there. See, and I get what they're going with. It's like yeah. terra, as in like the earth, as yes. in the ground, yeah, yeah, as yeah, in yeah, like yeah. terraforms. Yes. <laughs> it's a pun. And, and but it just... Yeah, terra from the ground and then 
crystallize as in crystallize yeah yeah i i get i get where they're going from i'm completely on the same wavelength i i and i they couldn't have shown us any worse headforms like you got the candles for fire you got like a a bunch of flowers for grass okay very original and then you got what appeared to be a fountain for yep. the water type and, it, and like it almost felt like okay you start with something strong it's it's grass type it's flowers okay fire oh what what can we do what naturally has fire oh well there's nothing natural so i guess we'll go for candles okay water okay what can what can be normal uh, like natural um can't really think of anything okay what about man-made fountain okay but it doesn't really look like a fountain. i i love the idea of it I love the fact that you could go into a battle with something, think you've got the advantage, only for that to turn around on you when it, it terrorizes into, you know, something that's strong against you or resist your attack. Completely on board with that. Absolutely love this this gimmick. The designs, and the, though. And then the normal type <sighs> one is just a wedding ring. Is that what it is? What? It's just, a it's, a, it's a diamond, it's three diamonds set in like a proper wedding ring a setting but that doesn't make sense because diamonds are like rock mm, they're yeah, just I really know. compounded rock so the, right. i, I think uh, okay. is, they could have done a lot better <laughs> yes. with the design of it i i they should have just gone with an aura just to try not to they've i think they've kind of overcomplicated it and tried yeah. to go okay we did all these gmax forms that had all these unique features how do we one up that and they've kind of gone okay let's do it this way and i don't really think it it works Personally, what I guess what I would have liked is maybe just go with something simple, which is like the aura around them. And maybe you could have like, you know, different colored crystals flowing around them to kind of show their power off. Maybe, maybe mm -hmm. you could have had it where some of their features become crystallized, like arms, legs, jaws, wings, whatever it might be. But obviously that means a lot more animations for all the different Pokemon. Um, I'm, I'm, this is one of them that I think will grow on me because when I when Sword and Shield came out, I was not bothered about G uh, Gigantamaxing and Dynamaxing. I, I was just thinking they are a poor man's mega evolution. And I think it's because they came out so close to me playing, like rediscovering Pokemon in the mega evolutions that I was still hung up on mega evolutions. But over time, the more I've played, the more I've watched and consumed, you know, Gen 8, the more I've loved and fell in love with Dynamaxing and I realized actually there is a lot of utility and um, a lot of strategy that goes into them because it's not just about, oh, you Dynamax and you win. No, unfortunately, it's about Dynamax and the right Pokemon at the right time with the right moves. Um, and the G-Max forms are gorgeous and I love it. And then we get this and I'm like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm so conflicted on it. I've just realized what it is I really don't like about these designs. Go on. So it's the fact that so you're a, you're an artist to a degree. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I I I'd like to think you are. <laughs> um you know full well that a good character design should be recognizable from its silhouette. Yeah. Yeah. This ruins the silhouette. Yeah. It makes the silhouette yeah. top heavy. Yeah. Because they've because yeah. they've designed it in such a way where like it's like refracting light and doing all this sort of stuff. You need to recognize the shape of the typing that it's become more than the Pokemon suddenly. And it's just drawing all the attention from this really beautifully designed Pokemon, the thing that I'm here for, into yeah. just this 
stupid headpiece. Well, how is it going to work? oversized <clears throat> and doesn't look how- great. How is it going to work when in, I'm thinking like Sword and Shield, when you go to the Dynamax dens and it shows you a silhouette and you can figure out what the, what the Pokemon is. You can look at it for the most part and go, I know that Pokemon, but it's a black silhouette. Yeah, it's How not gonna. This... It doesn't. It doesn't have the headpiece on it when you see the silhouette. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that would just be like. Could you? How would that work for certain? Because obviously they will have designed this with certain Pokemon in mind that you know really pull off the headpieces. I'd imagine. Well, the thing is, they're showing off the Eevee with this big diamond crown thing, and I just don't think it looks right. Mm. I think I... It, it just looks way too big for the Pokemon. Yeah. 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 Looks like looks like it's about Tom uh, all over. Yeah, it does. It fully looks like it's just gonna yeah. go arse over tit, really. Sure. Um, um. Okay. I'm I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on this because it does look interesting to say. He said it looks interesting. The way it all functions seems interesting. I'm I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because I did turn around on the Gen Eight mechanics. Um. So we'll wait and see until more information comes out, it's, I guess. It's, it's an interesting one. I, yes. I, I like it mechanically. I yeah. hate it visually, at least currently. Yeah. That's where I stand. I, As opposed to like Gen 7 mechanics, where I loved it visually, but hated it mechanically. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, what else have we got? What other big news? We've got Raid Battles returning, uh, yep. which we kind of touched on. Not a surprise. They were such a heavily used feature in gen 8 that i'm not amazed at all that they they brought back it looks like that is going to be a recurring thing i'd imagine now that we are we've moved away from the 3ds era into the nintendo switch era and online capabilities a lot more easier what it does worry worries me a little bit because that kind of hamstrings them for future games in terms of are we is every Pokemon gimmick that we're going to get now based around, okay, we need to find a way that we can use it to power up a Pokemon so it requires four people to work together to take it down in some way. Don't know if they're going to end up tying their hands a little bit with that, unfortunately. Um, Got, um, what else have we got? We've got... Four-player mode was expanded. Four-player mode, yeah. Yeah, that looks fantastic. I'm I'm all on board with that. It is a step in the right direction for Pokemon um we but unfortunately the pokemon games have been very slow to adapt to you know games are more about social experience for some people where they do want to play games with friends family uh and experience it together so i'm glad that we are getting that in what seems to be a more um a more bigger larger than gen 8 yeah, I do have a level of apprehension about it. There is a single line here on the website uh, talking about enjoying co-op play with the Union Circle. So the Union Circle is yes. that yellow pad next to yep. the Pokemon Centers where you can basically teleport your friends into your universe. Mm-hmm. There is no single way to play using the Union Circle. You can wander around together and spend time with your friends how you want to. And it's that wander around together bit that's maybe throwing me oh, off. Oh, you're thinking, let's like, go. I Yeah, I don't know how tethered you're going to be. Yeah, okay. I'm... And again, Ooh. they kind of suggested in the first trailer that you could all run off in different directions yeah. and go to different well, did. parts of the you, world. It shows you that. Literally, the, the trailer shows all three, four of them run off in different directions. Yeah. 
they 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 can be a bit misleading with the trailers as we've discovered on this one when there's actually there was voice acting and we're like wait no they've actually got no you know no they've not they literally added a couple of lines of voiceover for the trailer yeah so we're still not uh, getting voice acting, which no, is... no. They even they had to put the little disclaimer yes. at the start of the trailer, being like, "No, this is not. This no, is not that. actually here. Yeah. This yeah. is just because the trailer is a trailer." Just, just do it like, just do it like Breath of the Wild. Not everything is voice acting, except for a few story beats, and then there's a lot of grunts and uh, and stuff like that. Just do, like that, I'd be, I'd be on board with that. I'd be happy with that. Just the the key story beats are, you know, people talk, and that's it. I'd be happy with that. Just give me that, Game Freak. Come on. That's fair. Uh, um, talking about story and voice acting, although we're not getting voice acting characters, we got a lot more characters today. We did. Yes. Uh, we got to explore the school a little bit more. Mm. The oldest school in the Paldea region. Yes. So Whether so you play Scarlet, it can be the Naranja Academy, oh. or if you're playing Violet, it's the Uva Academy, which Uva, literally translates yeah. to Orange Academy, Grape Academy. Wow, uh, very interesting names there. Uh, <laughs> so what do you think about the whole... Because this, this is something we have discussed so many times in the podcast about Pokemon schools. Like, what, what is the, what's going on there? And now we're getting a game that... Go on, I'll, I'll let you finish. It. I'm going to find a bit of information for you that I think you're really going to like. Okay, because obviously in Gen 7, there was the, the, the Pokemon school, but that was just a larger version of what we've got in previous Pokemon games where you get to go into a building and you can talk to people, sometimes battle them and learn the mechanics for new people. But it's never been part of the overall story. Whereas in this, it feels very much like the school is going to play part. It's not just going to be a case of, you know, this is day one of school. We're going to teach you everything. Okay, off you go now. Bye, explore the world like all the other Pokemon games. This feels very much like you are constantly going to be going back or at least meeting with teachers or other pupils on your adventure. Yeah. Here you go. So this is going to blow your mind as okay. far as the, like, what is school within the Pokemon universe? Age is not an issue in enrollment here. So a wide range of age groups, from children to adults, take the same classes, which mostly relate to Pokemon. It seems there are a few classes that you can take with Pokemon too. Wait, what? Children and adults, like there's some safety concerns there straight off the bat. Um, and how do you, how does that even work for testing pupils? Do they all get the same tests? So you could have like a seven-year-old versus a 40 year old who has life experience and everything. That just opens up a whole can of worms that I don't want to get into. But I kind of do, but I don't want to. People from all sorts of regions come to hone their skills against each other, be it regions through academics well. or Pokemon battles. Oh. So yeah. Apparently, because this academy is so amazing and so great, people of all ages from all over the world travel here to learn. Okay, so... And you, as a child, have a legendary Pokemon to go and do your treasure hunt. Right, okay. Let, that's, a good, that's a good segue here, because they mentioned that you can play the, the game your way, and they say that there's three story ways that you can progress. One is gyms. That's obvious. We knew that. Second, is the treasure hunt the second one? Possibly. And I Prob didn't hear a probably. And I and didn't hear a mention of the third. So there is no mention technically of the second and the third. Right. Now it does look to be 
And I've had a look at the larger map, the high scale map and that. So around the region, you can see the eight gyms. There yeah. are also eight places that have those like flags outside them. Yes. Uh, where we see you, we see you ride up. I think in the trailer, you ride Coridon up to the main gates. And then they've got that big flaming bus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, they have. Yes. So there's eight of those locations and there's eight towers around the region. Mm. Um, and I just want to say, I freaking called it. You did. You did. <laughs> well done. Well done. Did, take, On this take... podcast, yes. you're here first. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love it. So racing then seems to be I think one so. of the three. Whether or not that is... Surely that's like bike racing and not water. Although it could be either or both. Could be a mixture. It could just be like trials as in get from point A to B. Very possibly. And it's a mix of land, sea, and air and cliffs. Yeah, people are using their cars, their bikes, and you just happen to be using your Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of this treasure hunt, surely, surely the treasure, for Nintendo at least, is the money they made along the way. Right. Wow, lovely. <laughs> no, we do see so we see um you and your upperclassman Arvon. Arvin. Mm. Yes. Uh are like crouched down next to this glowy flower. Yes, yes. Which I think is supposed to be what they're classing as like the treasures. Now Arvin oh, is the- said apparently to be looking to Research healthy recipes that can help Pokemon feel better. So he's a cook. Now, this is not the only mention of cooking we have on the Pokemon website today. So we got it in Arvin. We also have Fido. Yeah. And Fido keeps talking about, like, you know, it helps make bread and people use it for cooking and stuff like this. There was a lot of food mentioning when it came to, like, Lechonk about how it sniffs out food. I think as much as we had like crafting in the previous game and we had like curries in Sword and mm, Shield, mm. I think there may be some kind of cooking mini game going on in here and you'll be able to yes. like search out your re- uh, your ingredients and things like that. Do we think we're getting something like Breath of the Wild where you can go out, you can get any manner of ingredients and you can cook them in any manner of varieties to get good meals, bad meals that do a variety of effects? I think so. I think that's yeah. exactly what we're going to get. It makes it. We've had a lot of food in the trailers, and there seems to be. This is this game seems to be going very heavy on food compared to previous generations. Yeah, at least so far. Um, that's so. Do where was I going with that? Then the the treasure hunting, right? If the treasure hunting is one of the three ways, is that literally just picking up? something to do with terra crystals so i'm thinking like z you know the z z crystals that you got mm-hmm. in in um in sun and moon well you got them at certain most of them you got in at story beats didn't you mm-hmm. is that maybe something that we're getting with this where your terra crystals or whatever they are they you have to go out and actually find them and if you find them all congratulations you complete the game like that's so your I, way of I don't it. think there'll be terra crystals because again terra crystals are just scattered all over the land they just jut yeah, up out okay. the ground similar to think how like uh tumblestone and stuff yeah yeah came yeah. up in legends arceus that's or raid dens really they're mm. just everywhere mm. okay i think 
you you're right there will be kind of these like treasures that you need to find i think they're mostly going to be located in the eight towers um and i think there will be different things i think that is the storyline that will most lead you on the way to like unlocking perhaps the third legendary and working out what like yeah. the professors are working towards and figuring out the lore of the region i so, think that's your lore based story progression yeah i i agree with that i was leaning more towards it might be a case of you you start off with your legendary pokemon but you you can't use your legendary pokemon in battle and that's because it's lost part of its power which is scattered across the region uh, okay you need to go and you know for and for, i'm thinking about I can't remember the legendary names for the life of them, but the metal one, well, that could be upgrades or parts or something like that. For the other Pokemon, it could be techniques. It could be, I don't know, like accessories, bones, whatever it might be that, that you know, I'm thinking about prehistoric times because that's what that mm-hmm. Pokemon is kind of based on. Um, so that might be what what that is, that treasure hunt. I think okay. we're onto something there. I think, if, um, yeah, it, they've purposely left it very ambiguous at the yes. moment. Yeah. They have told us a little bit more about the gym challenge. They have confirmed that there is a gym challenge. There are yeah. only eight gyms. And once you become, once you have beaten all eight gyms, you achieve champion rank mm-hmm. within the school. And then you can kind of earn, do whatever you do with that title. Effectively take on the Elite Four or the championship yeah. matches or however they decide to spin it. Um, Eight gyms, fair enough standard mm. yeah, where we kind yeah. of maybe hoping that you could do more than eight gyms and pick which ones you wanted i know i was yeah they... i would yeah go on sorry i was kind of hoping maybe just maybe we would get every single typing has a gym and you only need to complete eight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was my no. hope as well yeah now here's the other thing so it says that you can take the gyms on in any order Yes. This allows Ooh. players, if they want, mm-hmm. to go and take on harder gyms first. We're not getting level scaling, are we? I don't think we're getting level no. scaling. I think it is literally, there are eight gyms. Uh, so it's a bit like, uh, imagine you're in, you know, Sword and Shield, and all the gym leaders are at the set levels that they are at. So you've got your first gym leader who has mons in their, you know, early tens. You've got, you know, your final gym that has Pokemon in the level 50s. This game feels more like, well, you can go and take on the eighth gym, but you've only got six level five Pokemon. He's got five level 50 Pokemon. Or you can take on the first gym leader last when you've got a full team of fully evolved 60 Mons, but they've only got three level 10 Mons. That's what this feels like. Uh, yeah, it, um, it would be, I think it would be a waste if they did it that way. I Agreed. really do. I can understand, right? So if they... So take, for instance, I'm going to use Johto, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just the one I can think off my head. Yes. So Faulkner inherits his gym from his grandfather, I believe. Thanks. And and yeah, that's yeah. why he is like the first gym leader, because he's yeah. weaker, because he's a new yeah. gym leader. Whereas Claire, she's a descendant from like the dragon tamers and she's the cousin to Lance and uh, like lives inside Blackthorn City with the dragon tamers den outside the, just out the Mm -hmm. back of her gym. That's why she's powerful. So theoretically, whether Claire was taking on her first opponent or, or, or whether you were taking Claire on as your first opponent or your last opponent, she would be a strong trainer. If I was going to 
do it mechanically. Like maybe she'd have better AI than Faulkner. Yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. she'd just be better at battling. Maybe have more strategy to her Pokemon. Maybe wouldn't be stronger. They'd be maybe stronger Pokemon. So mm-hmm. you're talking about like uh, Pokemon with higher base stat totals, but yeah. around the same kind of level. You know, you think um, you don't expect to run into like a Magmar at the first gym, that yeah. kind of thing. So I know a Claire and Magmar are not together. Doesn't matter. You get my point. Is yeah. it like those higher base that total Pokemon, but are not like super high level. Um, you do that, you give them better AI, and it's like right, it's now a tougher gym, mm. but it's still got level scaling. Yeah, there there are ways to do it. I'm so, just not sure that's what they're so doing. There, so there are ways to do it. And I kind of want to touch on this because I don't think it's as complicated as maybe they might think it is. Um, so. It's it's handy that you brought up Johto because that is one of the few Pokemon games where you do have quite a bit of say in terms of what order you take them on. Mm-hmm. Because gyms between gyms four and seven, you can pretty much take them on in any order, except for in Crystal. Um, and in um an- another uh, oh, what was the other one I was going to touch on then? Oh yeah, and then when you get to Kanto, obviously you can do them for the most part in any order you want, but there's no level scaling now. There are loads of complicated ways that you could do this. You could do it where you take the base, you know, you take your team of six, you average the level out, and then, you know, your next gym leader, whoever you go and challenge in whatever order, will have their their level set to a certain level. But obviously that doesn't take into account the Pokemon that they will have. Why they don't just do it in probably the simplest way of, okay, each of those eight gym leaders have one of eight teams that they mm-hmm. will send out depending on how many badges that you've got. So I'm thinking yep. like, let's say you took on Brock last in, in the original Pokemon games. He would have, you know, a Tyranitar. He'd have a Steelix. He'd have a Golem. Like he'd have a team that is better suited for that. And it's this isn't new. They've done it in, in the anime. That Literally yep. in Pokemon Origins where Brock is like, he talks to Ray, he's like, ah, so you're, you're new. Well, in that case, I'll only use two Pokemon. And he uses a Geodude and an Ice, just like in the games, but it's given a justification in that because surely the whole point of the gym leader challenge is to be a challenge. Like, they're not meant to be absolute rollovers. So it's a bit insulting that if they do it in this game and you, you tackle the easiest gym leader last and literally you just roll over them because they've got two mons that are both, you know, level 10 and 12. I just... Game, come on, this isn't difficult to do. Other games have been doing it for years. Final Fantasy VIII had level scaling and that was, what, 25 years ago? Something like that? True. On the other hand, and this is a random thought that I just... I'm just playing devil's advocate. With yeah, you. I, fully, yeah, I fully agree go with you, it. but I'm going to play devil's advocate. <laughs> How does signature Pokemon work? So you think that mm. somebody's like signature Pokemon, I'm trying to think. So for instance, if... Kingdra. Claire and uh, Kingdra. Kingdra. Yeah, we'll yeah. stick with yeah. Claire. We'll go yeah. get Kingdra. You don't want Kingdra in your first gym battle, but also Claire with a horsey doesn't make much sense. No. No, no. I get that. But at the same, what you could do is you could... You c- and I only bring it up because we've mm. been introduced to the Ice-type gym leader with yes. what we can presume to be their signature Pokemon. This, like, C- land ice whale thing. Katitan, I think it is. Katitan. Titan. I don't know how you pronounce it yet, but it's cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I Maybe you just let them have their 
Pokemon that is their signature Pokemon, but you just scale it down depending on the number of badges because that still has an effect because, yes, they might have better stats overall, but typically they won't have their strongest moves. So it's mm-hmm. still a challenge, but it's not It's not like, you know, you're taking on Claire first, she's got the Kingdra, and, oh, great, she's got Dragon Dance and Dragon Claw and Draco Meteor because she doesn't learn that at those early levels. They get them much later on. So maybe that's the way that they, they could and probably should do it. Um, should we... Should we move on to the new Pokemon that that we've been introduced to yep. in this trailer? I think that's a good transition there. So we've already um, touched on Cititan or Cititan. I'm not quite sure what Cititan. it is. It's used... the, the land whale. Yeah, it is, it is basically a, a white land whale. It looks like it's going to be ice type because it's used by Grusha, who's the the ice type gym leader for the region. Um, whether or not it's dual type and we don't know. or I can tell you. Oh, go on. It is ice type, pure ice type. Your ice type. Okay, interesting. I'm hoping we get some unique ice typing in this game because ice typing is the one that I kind of feel like needs a bit more love in the Pokemon series. It's been, it kind of feels like it's been left behind a little bit now that we've got fairy that kind of counters Mm -hmm. dragon, unfortunately. So I'm hoping we get a bit more love for the ice type. We've had um, Fido, which is... Equal parts, adorable, and a fantastic name. Absolutely it's love a, that it's name. A great name. Am I the only one who doesn't really like this Pokemon? You must be. Why? What is it about it? I don't know. Like, it's a dog as well, so I should have loved it immediately. Yeah, yeah. But it just... Is it the it name? Does... The look no, the, of da- the name is wonderful. The name is cute. I don't okay. like the fact that it's described that like you stroke it and it's got that sticky texture of dough. That sounds horrible. Oh, it does sound horrible. Kind of cute to say, oh, that's so cute. I want I to bet I, I, I'll tell you what. I, I think it's the nose. I think it's the fact that the nose is the same color as the rest of it. And okay, where they let, got let rid of the it. outlines yeah. in game, it, yes. it looks really odd to me. So okay, I'm just not a big that. fan of it. And it must be the first dog Pokemon in all of Pokemon that I haven't liked. You're so cute, though. <laughs> okay. okay. I can... I can understand. That's the thing. That is one of the beauties of Pokemon is that there are so many different Pokemon and for every Pokemon that is somebody's favorite, it's someone's least favorite. So it's absolutely it's absolutely fine that you don't like it. Personally, I love it. And I hate to say this, it looks like it'd be really tasty to eat. And <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but it looks... So oh. it, it, it does help make bread. <laughs> Apparently yes. it breathes yeast. Oh, that okay. That's interesting. Okay, okay, okay. I, and I just, it adds, and it once again adds to the number of delicious-looking Pokemon that are fairy yes. type. Oh, it's a fairy type Pokemon. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Hmm. Do, does it feel like they've given it a fairy type because they they looked at it and just thought we have no idea what typing to give this? Uh, again, I think it's fairy type because it'll be like sweet bread. Okay, okay. Yeah, that helps to explain it a little bit. Um, who else did we get? We got a regional variant of Wooper as well. Mm-hmm. Our first regional variant, the Paldean regional variants. Yes. So I I was I was busy at this point when I was watching your live stream, and I know that you and Louis briefly touched on it. So we, we it's confirmed that it's poison. It is definitely poison ground type. 
definitely poison ground. So okay. lore-wise, it is said to have come from a normal whooper. A whooper that over the years got pushed out of the rivers and up into like the mush, marshy bogs and stuff like that and pushed yes. onto land. To stop its body from drying out, it covered itself in a poisonous mucus. And as it has continued to evolve and live on land, it has lost its water typing and just absorbed that mucus on itself. So it is now a poison ground type. Ground. I quite like that. I love the design of it. Absolutely. I think it's the first poison ground type we have had since Needle King and Needle Queen. I was getting it when when I was saying poison ground, I was thinking, I know that there are other poison ground, but I can't think of any that come to come to mind. Right, okay. So we're going to get a regional variant of Quagsire, which might actually be useful because, unfortunately, Quagsire is one of them that's often overlooked because of the better Swampers. That is just it's, better yeah, all, Swamper. <laughs> it's better all round. So hopefully this gives us another reason to reason to love Whooper and Quag because I, I love that typing. I love those Pokemon designs. They are absolutely fantastic. But past Gen 2, well, I'm, I, I never use it, unfortunately, because it's one of those mons that shares a typing with one of the starters. So... That's why I never really used it. I'm looking forward to to potentially having this one in um in the party. Can it also have the ability water absorb as well, which gets rid of oh, one of its weaknesses, which is kind of kind of awesome. I love that. I love that. I've got a couple of other notes here. Um, the battle system. Mm-hmm. So saw that a little bit more. I'm still not a huge fan of the user interface. UI. Yeah. yeah still, no, still, I don't like it. I think it looks too basic and yet too in your face. Yes. Why they didn't go for the the fact that it's all about future and past. Why they didn't do some kind of... Have you you ever played Kingdom Hearts? No. Well, yes, but not not enough. So the way that works is like the menu changes depending on the world that you visit. Um, So why we didn't get a, a menu that changed based on which version you are playing so i'm thinking if if you're playing uh, pokemon violet it's more futuristic mechanical there's like lights on it and stuff like that maybe I, I'm, I'm not sure why we didn't get that one thing that did stand out to me though is at one point you see a pokemon use flamethrower it might have been is it arcanine maybe there was mm-hmm. there was a there was a pokemon use flamethrower and it didn't pop up with the box at the bottom it was literally at the bottom it just said use flamethrower and it reminded me not that i've ever played it it reminded me of pokemon revolution and some of the videos i've seen where they've kind of way it looks like they've gone minimalistic a little bit so i think i did see somewhere on the trailer that said like the ui isn't final oh really yeah Mm. like the overlay stuff isn't final i'm pretty sure that's what it said anyway i mean all game footage isn't final yeah. You have to take yeah, that into consideration. Uh, yeah. And I'd imagine UI wouldn't be that difficult to update, maybe. I don't... Mm. Mm. I know mm. it's tied into a lot of things, but it's, a, it's basically an overlay, isn't it? Surely? It's not like it interacts with anything. You just get into a battle and it loads up whatever data, what, whatever code it is to kind of populate it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... I don't know. I, I'm so not a fan know. of how it looks at the moment. No. no. Uh, it could have done a lot better. What I am a fan of, and Ooh, I'm sorry if yes. we're transitioning away from where you were at, no, no, the it. Pokemon look like they're living in the wild. They look alive. So you've got, like, there's a slacking who's just yes. kipping out under a tree, and there's a bunch yeah. of um, Vigoroth hanging yeah, around yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. 
The Gyarados as well, swimming through the water. There's a pair of them. It actually looks like... I know it could just be their swimming animations, but it didn't feel that way. They felt and like they well, looked it, like it's like they a pinecone just hanging out in a tree. Yeah. yeah, which is where you'd expect to find it. Yeah, it's not. You, you know, I don't hit the tree and it falls out, and then I fight it. It's, no, it's just hanging in a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does look like we're getting a little bit of what I hoped for a couple of weeks ago, which is Pokemon just living. I just want to sit here and watch the Pokemon be. Yeah, yeah. Which is it would be interesting to see if that's one of the three ways that you can play, where it is a bit like Pokedex, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, where before you can progress, you need to level up your Pokedex. I, I, I would love that. I still think maybe this is a bit too close to Legends Arceus, where they can't pull across some of the mm-hmm. better ideas that they want to, which neatly brings me on to we didn't see a catching mechanic. We didn't. We didn't. Which makes... Go on. I'm I'm doubtful. I'm hopeful, Uh, but I'm doubtful. I'm in the same... I'm in the same... Yeah, I think the same as you. I I really want it. I don't think we're going to get it. But maybe they have intentionally left it out because they are saving it for a third and final trailer because they know that that will get people in. It'll definitely get me in. I mean, I'm going to buy it anyway, but this would make me you know, take my heart to the next level. Um, or maybe it is a case that they're not showing it because they're still, like, trying to throw it together. Yeah, they're still, like, crowbarring it into there pretty, now. Yeah, pretty much, because, it, you know, this has been in development for... a. This will have been in development for a couple of years at least. And, you know, before, you know, Legends Arceus came out, and maybe they thought, no, oh, Legends Arceus, it'll be a nice little something different for us to, you know, just just flex a little bit and try something new and then, oh my God, people actually love this. Now we need to try and get it into the next gen. How how do we do that? Um, who knows? I will wait and see on that one. I'm, I'm yeah, not hopeful, but we shall see. Um, that's everything I've got. Have you got anything else? No, map, map looks expansive. Yep. Looks looks like there's a lot to explore there. I'm really looking forward it's, to it. Actually, that is one thing that I, I've got. These The towns actually feel lived in compared to yes. previous Pokemon games. And they, they feel big. Yes. Yes. They feel tall, which you don't well, usually get in Pokemon games. No. And like the, what I can only compare it to is um, Wydon Town. Winden Town in Winden. Sword and Shield, where it looks gorgeous. But it looked like a ghost town. There was nobody mm-hmm. there. This doesn't have the same problem. I, I I was watching the trailer and I was thinking, okay, these cities look larger. They look, they look lived in. They look like people would actually live there. And there's actually lots of people living there. Um. So I, who knows? Maybe they have just now, after doing, you know, several games on the Switch, finally nailed the hardware and figured out how to get the most out of the the games hopefully um we shall see i'm i'm definitely more hyped for this than i have been for the last couple of pokemon games um this trailer left me kind of mixed feelings like i okay. like a lot of it but i think i'm not sold on a lot of the designs i, I think okay so i I think it needed I, I do think it needs more room to breathe. I think they could have left I don't releasing this in the same year as Legends Arceus to me is a mistake. Mm-hmm. 
but I think Game Freak had probably had their hands tied, unfortunately. Um, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on this game. I'm, I'm definitely hyped for it, and I definitely will get it. I just hope I'm not burnt like I was with Sword and Shield, where it took me a long time to come around to Sword and Shield. I remember being very disappointed playing that, but this is something that I am really hyped for, and... Th- for me, they've got a lot of goodwill after Legends Arceus. It, there was a lot of steps in the right direction with that game, so I'm hoping this continues that. Yep, same as that. Perfect. Right. Um, should we jump into Pokemon Journeys? Let's do that, because we had some cracking episodes this week. We did. Um, So if you're new to the podcast, basically every week we watch three episodes of Pokemon Journeys, and then we gather to discuss our thoughts. Uh, This week we're starting with episode 23, Panic in the Park. Tell us a little bit more about it. Panic in the Park. I have forgotten what this one was about. (laughs) No, okay, right. So it's... This was a really weird one because it doesn't really follow Ash and Go that much. It follows the Pokemon in the park and somebody is yes. stealing their food. Okay, sorry. So I watched I watched this really late last night, as okay. is often the case. And mm-hmm. then I was kind of doing something and prepping during watching the second two. So I had to rewatch them. So I remember okay. the second two better than I remember this one. Okay. Yes. No, this is, this is good fun because I like... Yeah. I like Pokemon interacting. It's one, yes. it's one of my biggest things. It's one of the things I like mm, the most. Mm. Like some of my favorite episodes of the anime are just when the people are put aside and we're just following the Pokemon for a bit. Yeah. Um, this wasn't quite that, but you got like this idea of Go's Pokemon all in all in Cerise Park, just like setting up little gangs and yeah, having yeah. little territory spats. And then obviously food starts going missing. Mm. People get hangry. Yes. And gang warfare breaks out <laughs> yeah pre- pretty pretty much it's it's one of those episodes where it's a filler but it doesn't feel like a filler because it like you say it gives pokemon and some pokemon that i haven't seen in the anime since you know since since the beginning so like mm-hmm. Beedrill, for example when it gets really frustrated there's no food and it's just like tapping at the tray and it's tapping the tray at literally anyone that will pay attention to it trying to go where's my food i like you said i've also got a note here that they're all just very hangry and the great thing about this episode it gives so many pokemon a chance to shine and there is a little bit of a mystery about who is eating the food although because we're in gen AI, straight away i was like i know exactly what pokemon is has been stealing this um the only thing i can think of though throughout this entire episode have you seen have you heard of that meme that quote that's just like i don't understand the context of it but it's like why doesn't ross just eat the smaller friends like why don't the bigger pokemon just eat the smaller pokemon if they're that hungry (laughs) why not i mean i think well because the really small (laughs) pokemon all hang around golurk they do golurk will mess you up It, it which it proves in this episode because it get it it, basically it just ends up where the pokemon are that frustrated and that hungry that they end up fighting golurk just steps in to save the day because i imagine golurk maybe doesn't eat food i imagine not Um, no it's a golem so no yeah um so it doesn't it hasn't got the same frustrations as everyone else but it wants to protect and help out and it goes berserk because it knocks off the I want to say a plastic. Seal. It's the seal. That's a better word. It's basically a plastic. But yes, it's a it's a seal. Um, and then 
apparently that helps it to contain its energy and the pokedex backs this up both in the episode and in, in the actual pokedex mm-hmm. um that when he you know when he le- loses that seal it basically can't control its energy and that ultimately leads to a showdown with Golurk as well yeah between Golurk and dragonite we get a good fight yes it's pretty cool yeah an absolutely it- fantastic fight yeah fun fun little episode lots yeah. kind of not a lot goes on, but a lot goes on in that not a lot going on. Yes. Yes. Is, is, oh, that's I a really weird agree. way of saying it, but no, I think I it's can, pretty accurate. It's definitely accurate. It's one of those episodes where you... I'd imagine some people could literally just be on their phones during this episode. Just be like, oh, okay, so it's nothing's really happening. I was I was really engrossed in it because you got to see the different Pokemon interacting um, and seeing them just fight. In, and the in, thing is, the fact that I can remember back, I can be like, all right, so on that side, you had like the Darmanitan, the Grimer, the Ekans, mm, and then on the other mm. side, you had Beedrool and Butterfree and Venomoth, and then they were really protected by the Scyther, and then mm. they go oh, over yes. and Mistrevis and uh, Crocorock, not Crocorock, smaller one, Sandile, yes. are like loners, but they kind of team up together because they see that yeah. Scythers cut this tree in half, and they're like, hey, we can pull a big prank here and make mm. everyone think we're the big I am. And he like knocks the tree in half. It's good fun. It's good. Like, great we, fun. we don't get a lot of time with Go's Pokemon because no. he doesn't battle with them. No. So we don't get that kind of character development. Yeah. And he doesn't really go through much story in the progress of catching them or in the process of catching them. Yeah. So the only time we get to know his Pokemon, the many that there are, are during episodes like this. Yeah. So the fact that they managed to expand on so many of them in such a short amount of time was impressive definitely i've got i've got one last note about about not just this episode but the episodes in general i love the fact that even though over the series you meet the same pokemon multiple times i say the same the same species not necessarily the same mm-hmm. pokemon they never feel like they're the same pokemon they yeah, have different personalities sense. they have different personalities i, I love that um, should we move on to the episode 24, A Little Rocket R&R? Yeah, this is a good fun episode as well. Yeah, this... So it starts with, um, apparently, Giovanni has rewarded Team Rocket, well, uh, Jesse and James, with a vacation. I'm not quite sure what for, though. Um, but we discover... Uh, the, sorry, that note I wrote at the start of the episode where I was like, wait, why are they getting a reward <laughs> but it actually makes sense in the context of the episode um because they're useless because they're useless and it's not giovanni ru- ru- running this operation it's one of his second in command whose name i didn't catch i don't know if you did i don't know who she is uh, i don't know where she comes from she no. yeah I, the way they interact with her makes me think she's been in a previous series but i've maybe never seen her no. personally neither have i and wouldn't you know it the one place they get sent on vacation is also where ash and go are oh. what, a, what a coincidence <laughs> how does this keep happening <laughs> what a coincidence um and one thing i did like about this is and i don't recall this ever happening in either the games or in the very original um series is we learn about giovanni's plans he just he wants to take over the world which isn't a shock but they justify it as he wants to bring order to it okay i must Which, have missed that line but okay. yeah i've never caught that in any other series any other game anything like that and it does make sense for the kind of person he is but i can't help but feel that's just a convenient lie that he tells people 
Oh yeah, absolutely. No, he's just a he's just a megalomaniac. He just yeah, wants pretty much. power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm I'm glad that it wasn't Giovanni running this because it would have felt a little bit annoying if it was you know big they mastermind. They could usurp Giovanni. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm glad that that wasn't wasn't the case. And as much as I want to see more of Giovanni, I. I want to see him used in the right way. I want to see... If he does come back and he is a big threat, I want him to be a big threat. Yeah, um, he needs to have a presence about him. When he steps off that yes. helicopter, you need to know it's going down. Well, exactly. I, I just think back to um, the very original series where you get... Gary goes up against Giovanni and Giovanni's that confident with his Mewtwo, which also has armor. And he's like, you can use two Pokemon against me. And, you know, he's got, Gary's got Arcanine and Nidoking, and they both get thrashed. And I know part of that is about showing you the power of Mewtwo, but also it shows you the power of Giovanni. Um, and ultimately, you know, he isn't a trainer to be messed with. So I'm quite happy that we didn't get Giovanni just, you know, rolling over and, and losing. Um, wh- I'm, I'm, before I jump onto the actual plot and their plan, I just want to touch on the Magikarp. Like, <laughs> it is huge. It's a big old boy. It's massive. Like, absolutely. This is... I don't think we've ever seen a Magikarp this big. And it makes sense that Splash would actually do something. So, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but you're okay. going... This Magikarp comes back next week. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay, because it did cross my mind of... If that evolves into Gyarados, will that also be like a larger size, like larger than normal? Because Magikarp was. How? Yes, it okay. would. But also, do you think Go is a skilled enough trainer to evolve a Magikarp? Of course not. Okay, no. just just throwing that out there. Okay, okay, okay. I'm looking forward to this. Um, so um, the actual Team Rocket, the Elite Rockets, as they're known, turn up at the holiday vacation and uh, attempt to steal a load of Pokemon. It turns into a 4v3 battle with um, Ash and Go trying to stop them. And Ash and Go actually lose. And Pikachu yeah, gets get kidnapped. They, they do get absolutely... It's not even a close fight either. No. I, I just love that... Like, all we've really seen of Team Rocket is Jesse and James. For the, like 99% of the interactions we have had with Team Rocket are Jesse and James. And they are a pushover. They are comically a pushover. This was great to show. Actually, the Rocket, the Team Rocket members that are good at their job, because they need to be, because they're out kidnapping Pokemon, it makes sense that in order to kidnap Pokemon, you would need to have strong Pokemon yourself with, you know, you would need to have a, a bond with them and get them to have the good moves and be able to utilize them in battle. I, I love this. I love that actually, I can't believe I'm saying this. I love that Ash actually loses this because yeah. it makes sense. Does it make sense to you that he loses initially and then comes back to win later on? Oh, no, of course not. Of co- like That is just typical, the power of love. Oh, the power of love, friendship, blah, blah, blah. I'm suddenly stronger. The way I kind of see it, though, is that the reason... He lost was because Pikachu gets poisoned. He gets yes. unlucky. Yes, he get he does get a little bit lucky, but then when they do turn around later on and manage to save the day, it is through a combination of both them, but also the, suddenly the elite members of Team Rocket are outnumbered by you know thirty odd 
mons that mm -hmm. are absolutely infuriated that they've been kidnapped and taken away from their trainers. So, of course, work together to, to beat the Team Rocket. Yeah. And our Team Rocket, our trio of morons, uh, yeah. God bless them, are fantastic. And this yes. is why I love them, because I think I said it to you before, they're just like true chaotic. Yeah, they are. They they they, <laughs> they literally work against their own team because they got spited. Yeah, yeah. Like I love it. I actually, which fits their character like to a T. They would they would definitely do that. 100%. And the thing is, I was I was thinking about this watching it, and I was like, wait, I I've said like they're true chaotic, like they are chaos first. Yes, but they will follow the orders of Giovanni like to a fault. Yeah. And to the point where they like got Pikachu in the hands and then hand it back to Ash yeah. and not run yeah. off with it. Why would yeah. they do that? And it's like, oh, because uh oh, what's the word? Not civil disobedience. It's like when you're obedient to a fault. Yeah. So I don't know if you ever saw there was a video that went around for a while. There was a guy who got in trouble for cycling outside the bike lane. Right. So he got fined for cycling outside the bike lane. So he filmed himself cycling in the bike lane. And would just like ride into the back of buses and ride into people who are walking in the cycling lane. And to the point where at the end of this video, he rides into the back of a police car who is parked in the cycling lane. It's like, what are you doing? It's like, sorry, officer, I'm doing what I'm supposed to. And, that, and that's kind of how I saw it of like, we're just going to follow this to the letter because that's chaotic. I love, I love them so much. Absolutely fantastic. The The last comment I've got on this is um, at the very end, they they go ask, like, who are you? And Jesse just snaps back into prepare for trouble and then, like, gets carted off. I absolutely love that they were just waiting for their opportunity to reveal themselves after the entire episode of trying to lay low. Absolutely love this episode. It was a, It was a good laugh. They're good fun. I like I, anytime Team Rocket. Again, they've been up and down this season. Mm. I think they've not maybe had the best chance to be the comics relief, um, mm -hmm. but they surprisingly carry an episode pretty well. They do. They definitely do. Uh, the last episode we are going to discuss is an absolute. Hello. This is only the second one. Oh no, it's not. No, it's the we did third. three. Yeah, we no, you're right. Three. When you're this right, when guy. you're right, you're right. This I'm guy. Losing. It's hot. It's hot, <laughs> it Ben. Is all right, give me a break. It is, it, is, it is absolutely roasting. So the final episode, the final episode is a festival reunion episode twenty-five, and this is a banger of an episode. Yeah, the animators I, went ham with this one. Went absolutely just every like the the. Everything seems to come together on this episode. The plot, the story, the rising, um, how it just how it looped, it just like how it progressed the story. So we're we're off to the Kalos region. And it starts with Ash in the middle of a battle with a trainer who used um I never know. Chloritzer. 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 I know I can oh that's it's a like door. a like a howitzer. Yeah. Uh, that that does yes. Yes, I would say. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Why can you say one and I can say the other one? <laughs> what? <laughs> so um, apparently, um, it can use flash cannons to absorb Pikachu's electric move. That that's a that's a new one, I guess. Sure. I, 
whatever, fine. Ash what, has pulled some more BS stuff yes, before, so uh, we'll let it slide. Yes, we'll let it slide. So Ash, Ash wins the battle, and meanwhile, Go is back to his old antics, catching every Pokemon. But I was watching this, sorry, yes, just before we on. continue, I was watching this, and I, and I was thinking to myself again, I was like, Go is such a bad friend. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, he's missing the battle. He even comments on this, doesn't he's he? He's like, oh, we better go catch Ashes. Oh, look, a Flamebe! It's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> and like, come on. Is, is Go a bad friend, or is Ash a really good friend? That he's like, oh, yes, hey, I'm going to go do yeah. this. I know you have your own dreams and your own hopes and wishes, and I'm open to you taking part in that and making that your priority. That's a good point. That's a good point, actually. Still I'm still not... Mm, oh, mm. I, it's it's a thought I have, but I'm not sold on it yet. I, I still think Go is a bit of a... Yeah. We'll see where that goes then. We've got, we've got a whole season of development, hopefully. Um, So the story really picks up pace when Riolu can sense an aura at the stadium and gives chase. And who's at the other end? Lucario. It's Lucario. But it's not just any Lucario, is it? It's Karina's Lucario. So the moment this, I I didn't watch the Kalos series. I obviously know Karina from the games. So the mm-hmm. moment they enter, they they showed it was her. I was like, oh, this is. We are getting a showdown and a half because Ash mm-hmm. has battled. He hasn't in, in this series. He's battled other than Leon. He hasn't really battled anyone that is top tier. And don't get no, wrong, a Karina... gym leader's handoff. Yes, basically. So this was the first episode where I was like, okay, is he going to lose this one? I'm not sure. And I don't I don't want to spoil it. I kind of want to build build this up. Um there was a there's a flashback in there to a previous season that I didn't watch. I was like, okay, right. And the first thing that I spotted was Lucario's wearing a mega bracelet. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, are we go- are we going there? Because and, and because this- of course Karina's grandfather yes. is the man who kind of does all the research into Mega Evolution. Yes. And my thought on this, straight off the bat, because we have been discussing all the gimmicks, you know, in Mega Evolution. It's come up several times in this podcast. And we've said how we don't think that they're bringing Mega Mega Evolution back in the mainstream series. So I was I wasn't sure how they were going to handle it in the anime because I know how they handle it in Pokemon Go and they handle it in Pokemon Masters and other 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 games that they've st- it's still around. But I wasn't sure how they were going to handle it in the anime because the anime typically follows the not the story as of late, but mm-hmm. the kind of themes of the main games. Yeah. So I was thinking we weren't maybe going to get Mega Evolution in this series. And then, of course, just to jump ahead a little bit, we're going to get Mega Evolution. And I was so excited. So you get a Mega Lucario in this we episode. Get a Mega Lucario because... Not long after, Ash caught a Riolu. Yes. Oh, ooh, oh, are you, are you hinting at something here? I might be. Okay. They might be. <laughs> so this was an episode where I thought, oh, is Riolu going to evolve? That that was my first that that was my thought on this episode that, oh, it's just convenient that he uses this battle to progress higher. He just so happens to meet a Lucario not long after getting a Riolu. I thought he was going to evolve. And that doesn't happen. Riolu takes a back seat in terms of the battles, but he uses it as an opportunity to basically crush on the Lucario. 
like and just mm-hmm. looking go- up to just fanboy a little bit pretty much and i'm completely on board with this so ash uses this as an opportunity to try and progress his ranking now he hasn't fought against anyone that is you know of equal stand i would say karina is 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 equal in some regards definitely in this battle um yep. and she's you know she's lost to ash in the past and has learned from it and the battle is just it goes on it's it's just amazing and i don't know about well you've seen this episode before but for me i was actually nervous about this entire fight thinking i don't know if lose this yes and typically like whenever you like i've watched enough anime and watched enough movies to know that typically if a hero is going to lose a fight there is a point in the battle where he it looks like they are going to win. So mm-hmm. typically, you know, they they get off to a, a bad start, then it starts to turn it around, but then they lose. But that's okay because they learned something. Even though they lost, they learned something from it. And this battle did that plot point, like that kind yeah, of... hits all those beats. Because he starts off... You're talking about him starting off badly. His Gengar yes. gets bodied. Absolutely trash. Like, like I don't think it gets a hit in. It, I don't think it... It does. It just gets absolutely trounced by um, what's what's the Mian first one? and Lucario. That's it. So that that mon is just slapping Gengar around left, right, and center. And like you say, Gengar, I don't think actually does get a hit in. Nope. One. No. One thing that we do get to see, though, and I absolutely love, is we actually get to see you turn in the anime, which we've never seen yes, before. which was very cool. Yes. I, it's I just was, like, I hit you and then turn bah, myself yes. into energy and jump into the ball. Absolutely. It makes sense. Absolutely loved it. So, um, yeah, Gengar gets absolutely just trounced, which means that Ash has to switch to his Dragonite. And, of course, we get Lucario Meg revolving. And a battle between these two heavy hitters is just it's just beautiful. Like one of the ones that stood out to me is the power-up punch animation. It's just mm. gorgeous. I really like the hurricane and yes. then stopping the hurricane with the orosphere yes. going both ways. Oh like so somebody had fun with this yes. episode. Oh, definitely, definitely. And Ash using Hurricane was so did you see the random person fly They're away? Flying the away? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just like it's not even in the foreground, so it's not like you can't you you can't miss it. Like you can miss it. It's in the background of one of the scenes, and it, it what one two seconds something yeah, just like a crowd that. member just, <laughs> just just absolutely loved it. And throughout this entire battle, I'm I'm not sure who's winning this. I am just on the edge of my seat thinking. Does Ash lose? Does Ash yeah? Can he stand up to lose? Mega? Do we, does he need his own gimmick in order to stand up to Mega Evolution? And he he doesn't, but he barely scrapes through. Like it's yeah. literally like yeah, I've seen it before in in different anime where you know the the dust settles, both Pokemon are still standing, but it's who's standing last, and the Lucario's knees go. And it drops down. Ash barely wins. Like, like skin of the teeth barely like wins. Like, you can see on Ash's face a lot of the way through it. He's like, I might lose this. Yes, yes. I he, think I've lost this. Like, his eyes almost start welling yeah. up at one point. He's like, oh, no. 
he doesn't seem as I don't want to say cocky because he's not he's not cocky, but he is confident. He's very yes, he's very confident and optimistic. Mm-hmm. This is actually thinking back one of the few times where I've seen it where he doesn't come across like that. He is very much on the back foot throughout most of this fight. He is just and you you can't even say it's because he's using the same Pokemon as the last time he fought Karina because nope. he's he's not. This is a completely fresh team so it's not even like Karina is aware of his strategy she's just used that loss to kind of fuel her training with her two Pokemon to figure out how to use these two Pokemon against whatever you know opponents she might have and it's just lucky for her there's that it's Ash and it's just it goes off what I've said in previous episodes I love that the the fact that Ash in this series is They've not nerfed him and put him back to square one. He is progressing as if he has had all these adventures. And the true trials and battles are against trainers that he could, you know, feasibly lose against. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely lo- I absolutely love it. Yeah, they're not just randos on the street. These are nope. like... And again, this is stated as being both of their matches to get into great class. Yes. Like yep. they are on equal footing at this mm. point um i think karina is slightly higher in the rankings than him but yes. it's within like 20 points or something stupid mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. it, to the point where it's negligible yes so they are on equal standing going in the animation sells the power it sells the speed mm. you you feel every impact on this one and it it is a brutal fight and it goes yeah. to the wire and it's it's fantastic i'm i'm looking forward to seeing where they go with these battles because that's a two-on-two imagine when we get a six-on-six like Mm -hmm. with mega evolution dynamaxing gigantamaxing because we know all that's coming um and mega evolution likely to make another return in the future i just kind of wait it makes you wonder though if ash ash's ranking is now 921 who the heck are those you know people in that class there are surely other gym leaders ash is going to come across gym leaders champions uh, there's yes, all sorts yes. coming on the way sir <gasps> all sorts <laughs> cannot wait um connor are you ready for playing a game no are you <laughs> ready to play a game yeah <laughs> so um in front of connor this week he has three pokemon with three pokedex entries each but i have to spot the fake entry this week Yes, you do. Are you okay. ready? I'm I'm ready. Let's do this. So I will stay off the bat. This is hard, by the way. Yes. Uh, coming up with these is difficult. I, mm-hmm. I don't give you anywhere near enough credit. So Thanks. the first Pokemon this week is Magikarp. Oh, okay. Dex entry number one. An underpowered, pathetic Pokemon. It may jump high on rare occasion, but never more than seven feet. Dex okay. entry number two. A Magikarp living for many years can leap a mountain using Splash. The move remains useless, though. Dex entry number three. Oh. A Magikarp who climbs a waterfall is said to evolve into Gyarados. Only then does it stop being worthless. Okay. I thought it was one until I heard two. I don't think it's three. I think three is the real one. But I'm going to go with my gut and say number one is the fake one. Okay. It was number three. Oh, was it? Oh, well it done. Well done. Oh. It, is, it, it is never referenced within the Pokedex that Magikarp climbs waterfalls to evolve okay. into Gyarados. 
Interesting. Okay, right. Oh, Ooh. that means you're not getting all three right. That's it. No. Oh, I'm happy now. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for the second one? Yes, bring it on. Goldeen. Ooh. Spellbound by the length of its horn and the beauty of its fins, many strange trainers raise Goldeen and nothing but Goldeen. Ooh. Number two. Its scales reflect light. When Goldeen swim through the water, it looks like they're wearing a beautiful sequin dress. Dex entry number three. Okay. Goldeen loves swimming wild and free in rivers and ponds. If one of these Pokemon is placed in an aquarium, it will shatter even the thickest glass with one ram of its horn and make its escape. Number two. It was indeed number two. Yes, okay. What, what gave it away? <laughs> um, re read it out to me again. What was its it? Its scales reflect light. When Goldeen swim through the water, it looks like they're wearing a beautiful sequin dress. I don't, it was just, I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it just didn't sound like a Podex entry, but I can't explain why I think that. No, that's fair. I think I flipped between like singular and plural at points there as well. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Right. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Number three, okay. sticking with our fishy theme. Ooh. Feebas. Oh. It is a shabby Pokemon. It lives in dirty rivers amongst the reeds. Number two. It is a shabby and ugly Pokemon. However, it is very hardy and can survive on little water. Next entry number three. It is the shabbiest Pokemon of all. <laughs> it forms in schools and lives at the bottom of rivers. Number three. No, it was number one. Oh, that was my second. It was second. the least oh. mean one. Oh, <laughs> poor Feebas. Oh. So I think that proves that, you know. This is not easy. It's not easy. Like, Connor isn't bad at this. It's just not easy. And I know that some people play along to this as well. I've seen some of the comments where people um, say how many points they got. This is difficult. It is really hard. I have to give you credit for writing these, though. This took me so much longer than I yes. wish to admit. <laughs> Yeah, it's not easy, is it? It 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 gets easy the more weeks I've done them because you kind of get into the frame of mind of writing mm -hmm. them and how the developers maybe wrote the Pokedex entry. It's definitely gotten easier over time, um, but that's not to say it's not easy. Sometimes I do write one and then I have a look at the Pokedex entries and think, nah, it's way too close to someone else. Now I need to go back to the drawing board. But then the problem is you've read some of the Pokedex entries, which influences what you write. And I yep. don't want to just take a Pokedex entry and tweak it because that isn't the point of this game. It's... No, it was one of the things I was finding. I'm like, oh, well, I'll write this. And it's like, well, no, because all you've done is taken a bit from there and a bit from there yeah. and a bit from there and smushed them together. That's yeah. not something new. No, no. Well, um, every now and again, I might let you try and... Uh... Try and challenge me. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm fine. Everybody was hoping that you'd come in and go three for three, and I'm just really <laughs> glad you didn't. <laughs> no, no, me too, me too. Um, right, let's move on to letters and comments. We've got a question from Discord and a question from YouTube this week. Um, as always, if you've got a comment or question, you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on YouTube or by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com. So the first question comes courtesy of Chaos Dragon. How much would you pay for a game with every feature, Pokemon and region, all in the same game? $80, $100? Honestly, I don't know, but I want it. 
So every region, every gimmick, mm. every Pokemon. Yes. Oh, it didn't say gimmick. It said every feature, every Pokemon, every region. But I'm going to guess Pokemon and gimmicks kind of linked. Feature. Because... Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't have every Pokemon if you don't have like megas yes. and stuff like yes. that. Um, $60, 50 quid, right? <laughs> because they've done a lot the... of the legwork already. <laughs> well, I, I'd, I'd pay the same for it as I'd pay for any other game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to pay more just because it lives up to the standards that it probably should. Yeah. And like, I like the way I see it is that Pokemon games typically don't come down in value because Nintendo have a monopoly on certain games because you can't get mm -hmm. them on other consoles. So they don't need to reduce the price because if you want them, well, you've just got to pay what they are kind of, you know, what, what they set it at. Personally, um, I'm going to come at this from a different different angle. I wouldn't pay for it because surely if they were to do, because, because if they did this, surely it would be a free-to-play game that they develop over time and, oh, it's got, you know, you can you can buy so many coins or whatever they want to call them and you can use that to, you know, whatever it is, buy Pokemon, EV train, whatever it might be. Like, that surely, if this was to happen, it would be a free-to-play service that would go on for many, many, many years and they make their money in other ways. Surely that's... go the other way with it and make it a oh. subscription model? Like an MMO style. So if they'd have done this 10, 20 years ago, they would they, they that this could have been the next World of Warcraft. I think it would have been bigger. I agree. I don't think they'd be able to do that model anymore because subscription based models are slowly fading out. There's still a few that hang on, but I've known many MMOs that start off, off as subscription based and then over time move to free to play and they make their money other ways mm. okay fair enough so, um uh, next question comes uh kissy of intrepid games i've got a question for you you're transported to Pasio. uh what's your partner and what's the sync move that your partner uses so they are talking about pokemon masters have you got an answer for this or not so not really because i didn't play a lot of pokemon masters so i don't no. quite know what all the sync moves do I mean, there's the obvious answer that I'd love my Pokemon. My So I, I, I think I know a little bit. So I'd have my regular outfit partner be Arcanine. Yeah. And then I'd have my like, what's, what's it called? My Cygnus suit? Yes. Yes, that's right. Would, yeah. would be an Umbreon. Oh, very so nice. So those, those okay. would be like the different, the different variations of me you could get. Um, what my move would be? I don't, I don't, I don't Attack. Wow, whoa, that's a little bit broken. Bring it down. Whoa. Um I I'd go for Meganium, even though there is a Meganium in the game already. And I think if I was to have a it would it wouldn't be a physical attack. It wouldn't be one of the strike partners. It would probably be support or tech. So my um sync move would um Set up sunny day and then heal the rest of my party. That'd be quite useful, actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with that one. I'd be happy with that. Like right. It. Thank you. Shall we move on to plugging? Because you've already plugged once, but I'll let you plug again. Oh, did I? Did I do that? Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. we've just had a new trailer. So mm. naturally, I'm going to be releasing some kind of theory video within the next week or so. Yeah. 
Um, I think the collab has a soft release date of <sighs> next Ooh. week now. Um, it's been a long time coming, to be fair, not on our end. That's been on Toby's end, but there's a lot of work going into it, and I mm. appreciate all the effort being made uh, on that end. So that's absolutely fair. Um, so yeah, lots of theories coming out. I've got a, 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 a literal list of ones I can write about. I haven't had a chance to write anything today. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna rant for two seconds if I can because you know. So I woke up today. I didn't sleep well last night. Woke up today. Set up the stream, stream from two, stream for about an hour and a half, mm. um, going through like the release of stuff, then had about an hour's break, jumped onto recording challenge lock. That went on for like two hours, then had an hour's break, and then I've jumped on to do this with you. I'm then going to have a little break after this, edit the podcast, probably finish about oh. two, three in the morning as usual. So that's like a 12 hour day today. Yeah. And then tomorrow I've got to wake up write some kind of video as quickly as possible get it recorded get it audio edited get that sent over to lewis write another one hopefully get that recorded get that edited get that sent Jeez. over to lewis so that we can pump something out because the problem is like i mean it's this competitive industry where like my format doesn't it's not conducive to quick release no. No. so you've seen other people and to be fair they're not really saying anything other than what's like surface level or slightly yeah. below surface level. It's like, these are the things you missed in the trailer. Did you it's see like, this Pokemon? Yeah. It was in the trailer. Oh. It's like, yes, I saw the Pokemon. I was there. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know what you That's mean. It's not to throw shade at <laughs> yes. anyone, by the yes. way. Um, but I, I, because I can't get my videos out fast enough, because obviously the way Lewis edits them, they're semi-animated and we do all mm. the like... Um, like the avatars and that kind of stuff. So it takes a little bit longer. So I can't do that surface level video. Yeah. I have to go deeper. And then that, well, that means that if I go slightly deeper, then it takes me a couple of days to get that out. Yeah. At which point somebody else has probably said what I've already said. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, oh, so I've got to go a lot deeper. And then that takes more effort to try and pump that out quick. Yeah. It's just a stressful time. Okay. And I really wish they didn't do it on a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Like, Friday would have been quite nice. But it worked for the podcast, though. Yes, it did. Um, in terms of what I've got coming up, uh, I'm nearing the end of my series with Tommy. Chances are, by the time this goes live, we have either recorded the finale or we're pretty much at the end of it. Um, I am working on a video that I'm hoping to get live this, uh, this coming week, maybe in a few weeks' time, actually. Um is um basically i have 15 minutes to build a team to take on the elite four uh in a randomized rom sounds nice. quite easy 15 minutes until you realize that the first game that i'm playing in is pokemon yellow where the walking animation takes forever um the pokemon are rubbish and have issues because of all the various glitches and problems and have then you got, like rare candies and tms and stuff oh or? i have got rare candies and tms but rare candies take absolutely forever because that counts inside the 15 minutes. So I'm oh, there going, no. item rare candy, okay. item rare candy, item... Basically, the first episode does not go well. It's not a question of if I can beat the Elite Four. It's a question of how far I get in the Elite Four. Um, so lessons learned from that. Uh, but uh, pulling it together, really happy with how it turned out because even though it's I have 15 minutes to build a team and then I battle them, the video is probably going to be about seven or eight minutes because obviously you 
chop out a load of the the fat so to speak all the content that you don't need either you're not you're not talking or something's not funny or a joke doesn't land whatever it might be um but overall i absolutely loved doing this it was absolutely fantastic and part of the thing that i have to do when i'm preparing these is i have to play through the game to the elite four sometimes i can do glitches or cheats to kind of get me there using pk hex um <sighs> didn't work for pokemon crystal though because i don't know what happened i broke the game to the point where whenever i spoke to a trainer i hadn't fought the exclamation exclamation uh, the mark came up mm -hmm. they wandered over to me but then they just said they're losing dialogue oh okay so i couldn't even take on the elite four so i had to play through crystal from start to finish without glitching that Ooh. and while with speed up it i managed to do it in less than an hour so i'm quite impressed yeah. with that i'm quite impressed with that um so yeah so that that'll be coming out soon um and that's the show for this week. If you've gotten this far, you're just a top dollar, aren't you? And we've already got people saying, you know, top dollar gang in chats and stuff now. So apparently that's a thing. Uh, Connor, where can we find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Captain Fidget or on Twitter at Cap Fidget. Perfect. And I'm Ben. You can find me as Professor Hoen on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. As for the Golden Rock Podcast, you can find us on the usual platforms search for golden rock podcast on youtube or on your usual podcast app leave a like on youtube or a five-star review if you're listening as a podcast we'll be back next friday for another week of pokemon podcast content see ya, see ya. Damn, I oh, give me this no, no. <laughs> don't take this away from me <laughs>